Welcome to the Bookkeeper's Voice, an informative and entertaining podcast for bookkeepers who love small business. Each week, Amy Hook explores new ideas and shares real-life stories along with inspiring guests from both inside and outside the bookkeeping industry. Every episode will leave you with a fresh perspective along with industry-specific tips and insights to help your business and your clients' businesses thrive. Good morning, everyone. This is Angie from the Savvy Team coming for another episode in our series and the last episode in our series for social media um, optimizations and learning more about social media platforms for the Bookkeeper's Voice. I am really excited to do this final podcast. I've kind of left um, not the favorite to the last, but I think the most important one to the last that um, is really important to help you guys and support you guys in understanding whether or not you should be on it and how to make the most of your posts when you are on it. And that is on Instagram. So in our last episode, we discussed the importance of Instagram and why bookkeepers, certain bookkeepers should be on Instagram um, and basically making all of the marketing efforts really count on the platform. Uh, today, I want to go through and delve in a little bit deeper into Instagram terminology and tips for mastering your Instagram account. I know Instagram is kind of still the unknown platform for a lot of you. So I just want to explain a little bit more about what Instagram is and how you can really make it work for your business. Um, and for yourself as well, because you don't want to be spending every single day on Instagram 24 seven, you have a business to run, you have a personal life and it's not all about marketing your business. And I am a big believer in that. And so I want to teach you guys how you can get as much as you can out of the platform while also still doing everything else that you need to do in your daily lives. So um, a little bit about Instagram once again is that it has 25 million companies worldwide that are already on Instagram and that makes up about 20, no, 200 million um, users visiting business profiles every day. So once again, the whole thing about Instagram is that the engagement on Instagram is on, there is no competition for it, no matter you're on Pinterest, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, the amount of engagement on link, on Instagram is incredible. And the power it has and the possibilities it holds for business owners, especially small business owners, is really fantastic. And it, Facebook and well, the Facebook sister business and Instagram are really trying to create Facebook as the friends and family content platform and main advertising focus while creating Instagram being the new home for brands. So they're putting in a lot of effort to really make it work for businesses, um, especially small businesses right now as well. Um, it really stands out as a main platform for a lot of people, mainly because you're able to create 
a business strategy for it while also promoting your services, boost your brand exposure and increase your sales all from the palm of your hand, all through this amazing little thing, which is a phone. Um, mobile times and mobile apps is increasing by about 90% over the last few months because of COVID. It has largely impacted um, the mobile priorities and using apps in using online digital platforms so because instagram is so targeted for smartphone use it is such an easy and decluttered way to get social opposed to facebook or twitter which can be still quite content heavy the platforms aren't as simplified as um instagram which is really nice and most likely why there's also a massive increase of engagement on Instagram. And I did mention last week, which um, Will actually pointed out with how excited he was about it with the massive amount of increase that the website clicks and the actual conversion rate is on Instagram. So I mentioned last week on how the Instagram click-through rate is so much higher than Facebook, Twitter, or um, LinkedIn. And Will asked me if the reason for that and the reason why LinkedIn, sorry, not LinkedIn, it's too many brand words in my brain right now, why Google business listing and Instagram have such a higher click-through rate. And he asked me if that was because there's less actual content to review and people have to go to the websites to see more and learn more about the business. That is partially true. And there's a lot of different reasoning behind a lot of, you know, theories behind why this platform has such a fantastic click through rate for going to websites and driving a website driven selling platform, basically. And you know, there's a couple ones. I think it is a really fantastic platform to be able to, yeah, tell you a little bit about the business, but then there's so many different ways for Instagram to include call to actions in the platforms, whether it's stories, posts, the bio, there's so many different ways for people to then go and take the next step further and discover more about your business. They do it in a really successful way and they have done it because there is so such little content that you actually can see on an ongoing basis with Instagram. As most people know, Instagram is mainly a image based platform. So anytime that you can include a call to action, it's always suggested. And Instagram has been really smart in creating their platform to include a heap of different ways where you can further your sales process to lead your potential followers, your followers and potential clients through to your website. So it's a really great platform to be on to draw people in, have them go to your website and become real realistic leads that you can then follow up with. Um, so one thing that I know is desperately needed in the world of bookkeeping is learning a bit more about Instagram terminology. Just like Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, there are certain terms that are used 
widely and easily. And I know I've mentioned a few last week's episode and already today, and I want to kind of go through them to help you understand what they are before going any further. So the first bit of the terminology I want to go through is bio. That means at the very front of your very top of your LinkedIn, um, sorry, Instagram page and account, there's actually a section where it has bio. In this section, it has in bold letters, like bold font, your typically it's your name. And then there's an area in there where you talk about your business. You do a description basically. In this description, I'm actually going to go through later today to really help you optimize that area and that character use. But you have your description and then you have your website link and then you have the different call to actions that people can do. So following you, um, getting directions to where you are, going to your website, contacting you, all those kinds of things. So that is at the very top section of your account and that's called bio. The next one I wanna go through is direct messages. So just like Instagram, you are a, sorry, just like Facebook, you're able to directly contact your followers in Instagram. And just like Facebook, it has the different ways of contacting them. You can contact someone that you're not following and it goes into a different section where then if you allow them, it'll go into your main messages feed and you're able to contact people back and forth. This is a really great practice when you're trying to network with people. So I actually do a bit of a sneaky and anyone who follows both off the hook bookkeeping and the savvy bookkeeper would have noticed that when they followed, they actually get a DM from the platform right away. And what that does is I just send a little thank you for following. And I usually do a little image that is really cute and still, you know, works with the platform, um, with the business type. I do that to instantly start that communication base through private messaging, which is called the direct messaging DMs to start that conversation and make people feel more comfortable for them to then come back to me and then start a conversation. This works really well for bookkeeping, especially to help make people know that you are a person, that there is someone, you know, who's appreciative of them following you. And it really helps just break the ice because most people on Instagram who are following you, you don't know. That's the difference with LinkedIn and with Facebook is on Instagram, you typically do not know them. So it's a really great way of just sending a welcome, a hello, thank you for following, hope you're having a great day, to start the open communication base. And so that's really a fantastic way of using DMs. Filters. So filters in Instagram are exactly what they sound like. They're preset filters that you can use to enhance your photos in overall look and colors. So this is changing your filters to have a certain color theme or just to increase overall contrast, anything like that. So whenever you hear people talking about Instagram filters, that means that there are certain Instagram filters that people use consistently to have an ongoing look to their Instagram page. And you don't have to do it. 
Um, I don't use them for the Savvy Bookkeeper or for Off the Hook, but that's also because I plan out the photos that we use beforehand anyway, so they don't need filters. But you can more than welcome to use filters. A lot of people do, and um, they can just be really great at just making your photos look even better than they already are. Follow. Now, I've said this a lot over the last two episodes. Follow means someone who just, let's talk about it in the words of, you know, Facebook. If someone likes your page, then they are following your updates so that they can see your updates, see what's going on. So just like on Instagram, if someone like or follows your page, they are going to be getting your updates and your posts in their newsfeed. So it's a very, it's same, same. It's liking and then following. It's the same, same kind of concept there. Followers are the ones who are following you. So in your section where it has the bio right above it, it has number of posts that you post, number of followers that you have, and then number of people that you were following. Followers are the ones who are following you. They have gone and clicked follow because they want to see more from you. These are the people that are your target audience on Instagram. They're the ones that you're creating the content for, and they are the ones that you're wanting to engage with. And ideally, they're the ones that are making up your ideal client base. So they're the ones that you're creating everything for in Instagram. Hashtags, I think I need to do a whole episode um, separate episode on hashtags one day, but hashtags similar to how they're used on Instagram, sorry, on Twitter, they are ways of tagging your posts and indexing your posts within certain keywords and phrases for other people to follow. So in Instagram, you're able to use, let's say, hashtag bookkeeping. That way, anyone who is looking at the hashtag, hashtag bookkeeping, they're able to see your posts. So what people do in Instagram, and I do this all the time, just personally, I follow hashtags that I'm interested in. So for someone, let's do the trade industry because it's probably one of the most easiest in industries to do. Let's say your ideal client is a tradie who does let's say renovations. So they'll be following, uh, and it's, let's say it's a female. So they'll be following hashtags that include possibly hashtag tradie lady or hashtag tradie life or tradie um, renovations, things like that. So you can use those hashtags in your post so that they will come up in the discovery section in Instagram for those people to find. Or if they're following the hashtags, they will find them in their actual news feeds. So unlike Facebook, if you follow a hashtag, it'll actually come up in your news feed, which I personally love because the hashtags that I find I and I save, I want to see those hashtags. I use them for different businesses. I use them all the time. So if, let's say if someone is looking for a Melbourne-based uh, bookkeeper, they will be following the hashtag Melbourne Bookkeeping or Melbourne Bookkeeper. 
what you can do is because they will be following that hashtag, you can use that hashtag and you will come up in their newsfeed. It sounds really complex, but once you break it down, it's super easy to do. And what I typically suggest for businesses is to actually create a hashtag catalog so that you can have a catalog there for you every time you're creating your posts. That way you don't have to consistently sit there and think about it. You sit down, discover your hashtags that you wanna do once and spend that time once and then you have an ongoing catalog that you can have at your disposal. It makes the creation time so much faster and it makes it that your hashtags are on track basically with your strategy that you're doing for your um, Instagram marketing. They're super easy to use. I promise I will do a either a um, masterclass, webinar, or a podcast about this to help teach you guys and get more comfortable using hashtags. The next term I want to go over is highlights. Now, I can't talk about highlights until I talk about Instagram stories. So let's do Instagram stories first. Instagram stories are the reason why there are Facebook stories, just off the bat, just to let everyone know. Instagram stories are amazing. They are the application that comes up when you're on Instagram and it shows everyone's profiles with a little circle around them. And when you push on it, you can see the different videos that they have uploaded. Those videos are called Instagram stories and they're videos that are typically, they can be any length. The max length is basically, um, I think it's a minute and the stories only last 24 hours. Once the 24 hours is up, they disappear. So they aren't static content. They disappear after a while. So it makes it so much, so much more interesting to engage with and so much more interesting to watch as well. These are great tools to be able to use for any business to give a bit of a background into what you're all about, what you're working on, and also giving value added fast tips kind of thing. Um, they're a really great um, platform. We haven't started to use them on Instagram for um, on Instagram for the Savvy Bookkeeper or Off the Hook yet, but we are going to be doing them really, really shortly. So they are amazing. And because Instagram stories only last 24 hours, if you have a story that is really fantastic and you want to save it, that is when you create highlights. So highlights are Instagram highlights that you can actually create to save your stories so that they show up in your description area underneath everything. And that's where the little circles come through. You can create little stories. And for most businesses, I usually suggest the um, different highlight categories to be behind the scenes, clients, tips and tricks, that kind of thing. And it makes them really engaging and it helps you organize your content that you are posting to the stories, which is great. And by doing it and saving every single story that you have to your highlights, you are able then to keep that content there for longer than 24 hours. It won't stay in your stories ongoing feed, but it will stay on your 
profile, which will allow a lot of potential clients to do a little bit more digging into finding out if you're the right bookkeeper for them. It's really successful and um, I really can't wait to start doing it to off the hook bookkeeping to show you guys how fast it will create increased amount of engagement. Um, now, another thing that I want to kind of go through is your Instagram handle because this has caused a lot of confusion over people creating their Instagram page. Your Instagram handle is basically how you can tag yourself. So it's basically your username. So for, I actually don't know what the Savvy Bookkeeper's Instagram handle is. Let me just quickly check this out. Um, it doesn't have to be complex, doesn't have to be, you know, really integrated or anything. So for the Savvy Bookkeeper, ours is just at symbol, the Savvy Bookkeeper. Super easy, super simple. It doesn't have to be something crazy and unknown for you. It can be something that's just what your account is. So if your bookkeeping business is called Bookkeeper, Bookkeepers Are Us, your Instagram handle would be at the little symbol Bookkeepers Are Us with no spaces or anything. It's a very simple um, concept, but I know it's created a lot of confusion um, with a lot of people for creating their pages. So there you go. There's answers to that one. Another um, and the last term that I want to go through is tagging, what tagging means. So in tagging, just like in Facebook, if you click on a picture and you click it and then you want to tag someone to it, you then tag them, you add their handle to the page or to the post that you're doing to tag them in. Instagram, you can do this a couple different ways, okay? So in Instagram, you can tag someone in the actual photo that you're posting, or you can tag them in the post that you are writing. And you can do the same for stories as well. So in stories, it's called mentions but it's still tagging. So if you want to tag someone, let's say you want to tag the savvy bookkeeper in a write-up that you are doing, all you would have to do is write our Instagram handle. So it is the at, then the savvy bookkeeper. Once you do that in your write-up on Instagram, it will instantly notify the savvy bookkeeper that you have been, that we have been mentioned and tagged and that way we could share the post to all of our members as well. It's a great way of networking and celebrating, let's say, a win with a client or a client persona, a client story, anything like that. It's a great way of really connecting and engaging with other people on Instagram. Now, now that you know a bit more about the terminology, I want to go through and talk about some tips I have for optimizing your Instagram platform for your business. So first things first, when you're creating your Instagram page, all you have to do, it's very simple. All you have to do is 
create your account. I always suggest to create your account with your business email, create your account. And then once you create the account, there's a section in the settings, which has you, you have the option to have just a normal profile, a creator's profile, which is like a influencer's profile. And then it allows you to also have a business profile. You want to click on the business profile. By clicking on the business profile, you are able to utilize more integrations and more applications within the platform to allow people to then like you, go directly to your website, contact you, find directions to get to you, all those extra call to action buttons that go at the top near your bio. This is definitely what you want to do. Once you have that done, you can then link your Instagram page to your Facebook page just by at a touch of a button. It's super easy. By linking your pages, you're able to post, and actually, fun fact, you can do the same for Instagram, Tumblr, so many other platforms out there as well. So once you link your Facebook page, you can actually link other pages as well to your Instagram page. So as soon as you post an image or do a post to your Instagram, you can send out the exact same post to other platforms, which is amazing and saving you time. It is fantastic. I love it. I love having this option. And what I really love the most of this linking is for your stories. When you create your story, you're able to link it to your Facebook account. So then your Facebook has the exact same stories so that you're getting that same engaging, fun content base on both of your platforms, which is amazing. It's genius. It's so smart. It saves time and allows you to connect with your followers on both platforms really, really well. So that's just the first thing. Set up your business platform on your on Instagram and link them to your Facebook page. First thing you do for your business account. Okay, guys? The next thing I want you to really think about creating your business brand. So this all comes in to the step after creating your brand message. And I am in the midst of creating a masterclass for this for you guys to really understand what kind of brand you want to have an overall look for. So this is your visual brand aesthetic that I'm talking about here. So in Instagram, because it is so heavily visually based, you can make your Instagram page look whichever way you like. That includes showcasing certain filters that you always want to have. So you have a certain color look, a certain, you know, overall shade look or something like that to consistently know that this is your page. You can also decide on what colors to focus on and any uh, patterns that you want to do. Now with businesses and especially with service-based businesses, I love doing patterns for Instagram. You don't need to though. It's not necessary. 
I mainly like doing patterns because it really helps in creating content. It's a bit of a way of a cheat. So there's a couple of different ways that you can do um, content looking patterns on Instagram. What I would suggest to do is to go on Off The Hook Bookkeeping, their Instagram page, because that is the one, the layout that I suggest the most for bookkeepers. You'll notice that on Amy's account, we have a whole heap of images that we do that are of Amy. Those are the posts that we talk about the business. And then we have a whole heap of images that alternate from a written pink background to a logo. This is helping in providing value added content for our clients. So this is where we talk about blogs that we're posting for them. And then we also talk about the different services that we either can integrate with or help and support them on. That way they know instantly if they're on these platforms, we're able to support them right off the bat, just looking at our page. The next section is more kind of lifestyle based. So this is where we help them understand that we are more than just bookkeepers. We like to help support you. We like our coffees. We like to read that kind of thing, kind of, you know, pulling the curtain back from, you know, letting them in a little bit on the platform. And then after that, then we do our service-based posts where we tell them about how we can help support them. Now, you don't have to do that amount of intense layout, but it's an option. There's a few different options. So if you do wanna go through and kind of chat through a little bit more about that with me, feel free to book in that free 15 minute sessions and we can kind of go through and I can give you some examples of different layouts that you can use. Um, it's a bit fun. If you're a bit creative, it's a bit of a way that to allow yourself to be creative um, while also supporting your actual business. So it all depends on whether or not you want to do it. You can definitely not have any pattern and your Instagram page will be still super successful. You don't need a pattern to be successful on Instagram. It's just kind of nice if you like doing those kind of things, which I do. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is creating a winning profile. Number one, your profile picture. Every single time I talk about profile pictures for your business, your profile picture should be your logo. Bookkeepers sometimes kill me with this. Do not use images of your face. Do not use images saying that you are my up certified, anything like that. Your profile picture should be your logo. That way you're creating a brand representation on all the platforms that you were on so that instantly people can recognize you and have brand rapport. This is so important. Please, please, on all of your social media platforms, please use your business logo in your profile picture. When it's your personal, your actual personal accounts, do whatever you want. But when it's on your actual Instagram or your social media profiles, please use your logos. By doing this, it just helps people identify your brand. It's just so much easier. Next, I wanna talk about your bio. So in your bio, you're only allowed 150 characters, which when you look at it, isn't a lot of characters to actually write down everything. So 
what you need to make sure that you are including is your name. It, it, it talks about your name, your new username and your website. So what I really want to go through is making sure that you go through and echo your brand voice, include hashtags that are really important for your brand or that you have made specifically for your brand and include spaces and line breaks to make it look a bit more interesting and to pe draw people's eyes in. So what I always suggest for Instagram for our clients is once you've created your business plan, actually create your bio for Instagram off of your values because that's one of your sh shortest little tidbits of who you are and how you help your clients that you can include in that document. So this is one that I typically change quite often for any ones that I manage because I like to have it as perfect as possible. You basically want to make sure that you are reviewing who you are, what you're all about, how you help support your clients, who your clients are, and then that's good. That's what you want to be able to encompass in all of that content. And it, you can definitely do it. Most of it's through your values statement in your business plan because it's much shorter and it's more concise. Um, another thing that I really want to let everyone know is that the only section that um, is actually like searchable in Instagram in the bio section is the bolded the dark bolded name section. So let's say again, bookkeeping are us is your business name. You would have that in that section because you're a bookkeeper. You want to make sure that you have bookkeeping in your name because you want to make sure if anyone ever searches bookkeeping in Instagram, you are going to come up. That is how you can get searched. It's not by anything else in your bio. It's just by that one section. So I really want to make sure, I know some of you have uh, business names that don't have the actual word bookkeeping in it. Make sure in the Instagram name, you still put bookkeeping in there so that you can be searched as a bookkeeper. It's very important. The next bit I want to kind of chat about is the added features that are included for businesses and why you need to transfer your just normal account into the business account. So like I said before, with the business account, you are able to increase your contact information call to action sections right underneath your bio. So in that section, you're able to include your phone number, your physical address, and your email. So people can contact you in multiple different ways. Um, it's a really great tool for creating those call to action buttons. Another thing it also lets you do when you change your profile to a business profile is it lets you put in a category, which is great. It's exactly what you need. So your guys category would be, um, I don't remember exactly what it is. I think it's under accounting or finances or something like that. So you definitely want to make sure that you are swapping over to that business section because it just further helps create more ways people can find you and more ways people can take that next step in actually doing a call to action and contacting you. Now, 
The whole point of Instagram is to engage with your community. The whole point of this platform is to follow and engage. That is why there's so many different ways of engaging in this platform. It's amazing. It helps you connect so much more with your actual community and with your clients. And this is a really big thing that is super important and why certain businesses on Instagram, no matter if they're product-based or service-based, it doesn't matter why they become really successful. You start this by monitoring the hashtags that are used in your industry and used in your clients, your ideal clients industries as well. You make sure that you comment on posts, that you like posts, that you follow your clients, that you mention your clients. If you see something that might be relevant to them, take them in it. Show them that you're thinking about them. It's great. And again, make sure you're direct messaging as well to create that open communication base. Let people know that you're there on the platform and that you're interested in connecting with them on a different level. It's a fantastic way of creating that community and creating that involvement for them to then engage on your platform. Because the more people engage on your Instagram account, the more people are going to be able to discover you. It goes hand in hand. So what I also want to go through is, again, stories. Instagram stories are amazing right now, especially since COVID. So more than 400 million people use Instagram stories a day. And 39% of those people have said that they are more interested in stories than they are in actual posts. So there's actually businesses now that might only post once a week or once a month, but they have really strong story strategies that they use. So they are constantly putting out more and more strategies um, for posts, for sorry, stories than they are for posts. That means that they might be doing, instead of one post a day, they might be doing five, five stories a day to keep you consistently engaged and consistently wanting to look at their stories. Now, once again, I am definitely guilty of this. I have fallen for this stat. I have certain people that I follow, certain businesses that I follow that I love checking in on their stories. And even let's say I'm on Instagram for 20 minutes, I open the platform and instantly watch their stories that are there. And right before I leave the app, I notice that they have posted a new story since I have been online. I will still watch that story before I leave because I like being updated and I like seeing what's going on. It is a fantastic channel to continually get people really interested and engaged and to get feedback from people who are following you as well. So stories, you're able to do actual videos and you're allowed to post videos that have been pre-recorded or done live and that means instagram live just like facebook live folks you might be seeing a continuation everyone has facebook live and linkedin live and instagram live it's because the video content works so you're allowed to do the video content you're allowed to post images as well you're allowed to 
share your actual posts to Instagram stories as well to add that extra bit of communication to promote your actual posts. You're allowed to do boomerangs, which boomerangs are specifically done for Instagram. They were created for Instagram and now anyone can use them for any platform. But boomerangs are basically those images that are done and it's a specific app. So let's say the boomerang of me going over and over again, that is a boomerang. People aren't just going, well, they could, but they're not, they're using a boomerang. Um, now, if you are using any of those apps, that's amazing, but you can go a step further in the Instagram stories. You can do polls, you can do questions, you can do quizzes, you can do have the ask me anything. There's an ask me anything section in um, stories that allow you to have people ask you questions and then you can answer. And this is a really great thing, I think, for bookkeepers. Once you get enough engagement base, you can start asking people questions around what are your questions with BAS? What is your questions about payroll? This is a great way of providing value-added content that helps teach people things. And it's a really great way to make the most out of the platform. So those are some of the Instagram um, inclusions that are really great for creating engagement and connecting with your community. Now, as I'm saying all of this, I'm doing it from your point of view. There are people on Instagram that you should be following and you can do the same to them. So they'll be posting their own Instagram stories. You can engage with them, which will then make them want to engage with you. It's a two-way street, just like I mentioned. Instagram is a two-way platform. So it's all about the engagement you're giving out to get the engagement to come back to you. And it continues to go back and forth in a circle. So the more that you engage, the more you will get the engagement. It goes back and forth. It's amazing. It's kind of like karma. So now, again, I want to talk about hashtags because it's such a big topic and I really want to help people kind of understand hashtags a little bit more. Now, captions, the reason why we use hashtags in Instagram is because the captions in Instagram are not searchable. You aren't able to search anything until it, you have included a tag of someone or a hashtag for someone to look through. You want to make sure that you might possibly want to brand your own hashtag. So that is really easy. So for off the hook bookkeeping, we can just make our hashtag, do hashtag off the hook bookkeeping, just like we could do hashtag, um, you know, Amy hook or hashtag anything. You can create your own hashtags and then just keep using them so that anytime someone might discover you, they can click on that hashtag and then see all of your content all in one place. It's a great way of helping people discover you a bit more. Now, once again, hashtags are important to help people find you in your content on Instagram. So you want to make sure that you are posting and using them when they are relevant. You might see people who are doing about a paragraph worth of content-based information. That's all hashtags. That is not what you want to do. 
you want to use the minimal amount of hashtags as possible so you don't look spammy. The people who are doing hundreds of hashtags in one post are not as successful as you think they are. You want to make sure that you are using hashtags that are only relevant to the post that you are using, which is why it is so important to create a hashtag catalog for your business, for the industry you're in, and for the industry that you help support, and for your clients that you help support. You don't want to be using just random hashtags that are going to serve you no purpose. So, such as there is hashtags that are the hashtag no filter. Yeah, you can use this hashtag. It's a popular hashtag. The chance of someone discovering you by using this hashtag, it's going to be very low because so many people use it. Just keep that in mind. But if you are going to use this hashtag, that means that you should be posting an image that is gorgeous and that people would think might have a filter. Don't just post it on any image. It doesn't work that way. You can use um, one that is quite good for bookkeepers would be Throwback Thursday or TBT, which is Throwback Thursday in shorter form. That would work quite well, especially if you have content that you want to share back when, let's say, restrictions weren't happening and it's people out and about. That way you can still post them and still celebrate and share that part of your business or that part of yourself personally by just saying that this is a throwback picture. It's not relevant for right now, but I wanted to share this with you. Those work quite well, but you wanna make sure that you use a minimum of hashtags. Instagram lets you use 30 hashtags in a post or in a com comment at a time. That is a massive amount of hashtags. Do not use that much hashtags. It is it makes your post irrelevant and it looks your, makes your post look spammy. So what you want to do is use fewer hashtags to get a more quality response. This is really important. It's the same as I think I did an analogy a couple episodes ago where you are throwing pens at a pen holder and you're just throwing them hoping one gets in. No, do it one at a time, do them properly and in, in, you know, accurately. I try and max out the amount of hashtags that we use for any of my clients to about five hashtags. If I go over it, it's typically because it's for, you know, there's actual brand name in there that I want to make sure or I'm tagging people or something like that. Try and only stick with five hashtags. And with Instagram, what you can do is actually put your hashtags in the comments, not in the actual post. So it makes you look much less spammy. One thing with hashtags, I'm sorry, one thing with Instagram, if you look spammy, you're going to lose interest with people. So you want to make sure that you're looking like you're actually just trying to engage with people. So really try not to, uh, get blocked if you look too spammy for certain keywords and for um, hashtags. Talking about keywords, hashtags are basically keywords. I know a lot of you are trying to focus on SEO right now and you are already able to understand a little bit about what keywords are, mainly because Amy is so amazing at keywords and she's done a couple podcasts about it. 
keywords basically in the terms of Instagram can be changed into your hashtags. So the keywords that you are trying to trend on, on Google for your website, you can then use as hashtags if that helps a little bit. Again, if you want to learn more information about that, book in one of my free consultations and we can kind of go through that in a little bit more in depth. Next tip I want to go through is writing interesting captions. Now this is relevant for all platforms. I know on every single platform I have gone through, it has all had different ways of having interest, interesting um, engagements, but it's really important. Although Instagram is a visually based platform, that doesn't mean you can just neglect your captions. For Instagram, for businesses, especially for service-based businesses, you should be making the most of your captions. You should be making sure that you are possibly doing a link in there, that you are making it meaningful for what the image is, and really connecting and communicating your marketing message with every post. You want to be writing compelling content in those posts to make your brand voice clear and to also keep things consistent. Now, one thing I really do want to make a point about is grammar. With Instagram, if you make a mistake and then go back and edit it, that will make Instagram's algorithm automatically think that you have drastically changed, even if it was just one one character that you changed, it will make you think that you, you have drastically changed the content piece and it will push you down further on the algorithm. So your post won't be seen as much. So when you're writing your content, you want to make sure that you are checking the grammar and spelling. And if you accidentally post something with a bad, like, you know, one letter is wrong or something, I would actually suggest you to leave it at least for like a week or two so that you can maximize your reach with the post and then change it later because it actually does hinder you to change it right after you post it. So make sure that you're checking your grammar and spelling before you post. And then if you accidentally do do a mistake, wait a little bit afterwards. So at least your post can still get some traction before you fix the edit little tip there for you guys. Next thing I want to go on is the fact that you can advertise on LinkedIn, on Instagram. Now I actually prefer advertising on Instagram for businesses opposed to Facebook because I typically work with a lot of startup businesses and small businesses who are trying to increase their reach. So I find it works really, really well to do so on Instagram because the engagement levels is so much higher on the platform. So in Instagram, you're able to do photo ads, video ads, or carousel ads, just like Facebook. And you're also able to do ads on your posts, which are boosts, or ads on your stories, which are also boosts. So there's a few different ways that you can create ads. And because Instagram is such a engagement focused platform, I always find, I well not always find, I typically find that the results for specific kinds of ad campaigns can be more successful on Instagram 
than they are on any other platform. And it doesn't cost as much as well, which I really enjoy for my clients. But there's so many different ways of advertising on Instagram. And because it's a sister um, platform of Facebook, the amount of algorithm targeting and analytics that go into an ad can be so specified. It's amazing. It's a fantastic way of reaching exact people who you want to be reaching at the time you want to be reaching them. And um, it really just helps make the most out of your promotions. And with your promotions, you can do a few different things. You can have people go to your website. You can have people go directly to your um, profile. There's a whole heap of different options that you can do just like in Facebook advertising. So it's a really versatile platform that you can use for your advertising if you choose to do advertising on social media. The last big tip that I want to kind of go over is making sure that once again, you analyze your success and build on it. Again, Instagram has an amazing and really easy to use and understand analytics tool. The insight section in your Instagram is fantastic and it's super easy to understand. There's a lot of different options that you can look at. For Instagram, I highly suggest you to always go through and look at when your followers are on Instagram or on the platform. Now, analytics and Instagram don't kick in until you have a hundred followers. So until you have a hundred followers, you don't have as much traction and understanding of what's happening with your platform. But once you have a hundred followers, you don't have any issues. So in this section that I'm talking about, it talks about, it shows you what days your followers are on the most, and then it breaks it down to what time they are on the most. And the, why, the reason why this is so important is because it tells you when you should be posting. That means that if you have a lot of followers on every single week on a Wednesday at 9 a.m., you should be posting just before 9 a.m. so that your followers can see your content. That's how that kind of works. It also breaks it down to tell you what were your most popular posts, what were your most popular stories, and it keeps a data log of ongoing for all of your posts to see which ones possibly you should be boosting to help make the most of your marketing. It's There's so many options for you. Just like I said in Facebook, even if you just pick one, pick one thing to keep track of, that will be a start. It's You don't have to keep track of everything. I get quite obsessed with tracking things in analytics, but if you just pick one, just pick one to review and consistently work on, it will make your time on Instagram so much more worthwhile. Now, between posts, ads, and stories, there's no shortage of potential with this platform. You're able to build your profile on understanding of the common, you know, what commonality you have with your clients. You're able to provide tips and tricks and more value added in, in engagement rich content to really connect with your clients. There's so many different ways that Instagram can just really further your business that it's just, I could go on forever. 
But to finish off this episode, I want to go through and just talk about a few more fast tips that are really important when you're trying to think about whether or not Instagram is right for you. Tip number one, links don't work in hashtag captions. So if you do include a link in hashtag captions, they won't be clickable. People will have to copy it and paste them. So if you want to include links, possibly think about using things like hashtag link in bio or the actual later application that is created that is called link in bio. But if you want, you can just include links in your actual posts and they still work. People can still copy and paste them into their own browsers. Number two, make sure your posts relate to your brand. Don't just post random posts, guys. This goes for every single platform that you are posting on. You want to make sure that anything you post about, you can bring back to your clients in your business. This is a business page and everything should have a reason for posting. Everything should have a reason for what you're doing on this. And that's why you create a strategy. So make sure it goes in line with your strategy. Next tip, respond to comments. Respond to people. If people comment on your post, respond to them. It makes more people see your content. It makes the algorithm on Instagram super happy when you engage engagement that has been done on your page. If people comment on your posts, reply back to them. Even if it's just saying thank you for commenting, comment and do something. Say, it's a way of saying thank you. Also, if someone DMs you, which again, guys, is direct messaging you, reply back to them. This is a way of com communicating with potential clients. Don't ignore them. Make sure that you comment and you reply back to people. Same goes if you commented on someone else's post and they comment to you, comment back to them, communicate with them, network with them. That's the whole point of this platform. Next tip share posts directly to your stories. Now I kind of touched on this tip for you um, earlier, but you're able to share your posts to your stories to add increased engagement to your posts. It really helps the algorithm in Instagram and further gets your strategy and your content out there. Next, use polls and other features in your stories. I went through the different um, actual inclusions that are allowed in stories, use them. Instagram loves it when you use them. I, I don't know if I should scream this or what, but if you choose to use stories, which some businesses choose not to use stories and that's fine. If you choose to use stories and have that extra bit of content creation happening, make sure you're using stories to the optimum level. There's so many things that Instagram has included specifically to help you get found easier. So they have a heap of different polls and options in different fun games even that you can do on stories to help the engagement of your account. Make use of them. The last thing, now this is only for people who are doing massive marketing strategies with bookkeeping um, and also possibly um, bookkeepers who are wanting to help train business owners to do their own bookkeeping and understand their accounts more. It's Instagram TV. So Instagram TV came out a little while ago, kind of as a rival of YouTube. So on Instagram TV, you can post videos that are longer than a minute and it 
is a great way of providing more value added content and a way right now, especially with COVID where you can provide more information for your followers about what's happening um, in relation to bookkeeping and changing of regulations and changing of job keeper and everything. This is a fantastic platform to have a look in. It is only suitable for people who are doing really marketing focused campaigns because it does take a wee bit of work to actually create the content mainly for it, but it can be very lucrative and very handy for businesses. So it's worth checking out and it's also just worth checking out to um, actually use it and be on it and watch other people's videos. It's great. Now to finish things off, I just wanted to say something and I actually pre-wrote it because I wanted to make sure I actually said it to you guys in today's episode. Instagram is one of the most popular social media platforms and every small business should consider using it. From gathering insights to selling products or services, Instagram keeps rolling out more tools to help business owners succeed in a photo sharing two-way platform that is a social media king. So I really want you guys to go through, look at your clients that you already have. If they have a presence on Instagram, you should be getting a presence on Instagram as well. The same content can be pushed out to Instagram as Facebook. It doesn't have to be superly planned out like I suggested earlier. If you want to, you can, but it's a fantastic platform to have a think about and consider using. It can really help your business and help connect with your clients on a whole different level and really help create those healthy relationships that all bookkeepers strive to have with their clients. It's kind of the missing piece of the puzzle for you. I hope you guys have learned a lot with this series. This is once again, the last series in our social media kind of analysis. And I hope you guys have been able to understand a bit more about why social media is important for bookkeepers and have gotten a few tips and tricks along the way to how to make the most of them um, while creating your content and creating your strategy. Now for every single one of these series, I have created a follow-up blog for you to review. So if you do listen to the podcast and I start talking too fast or you miss something, or you want to learn a bit more about something I'm discussing, it's typically all written up in the blogs that I would I have created to correspond with these podcasts. So make sure if you do want to go through, just check out our quick links in our blog podcasts, and you can go through and read those blogs there as well. I do have extra links as well throughout the blog podcast to help you learn more about other things I have mentioned about such as later or even scheduling platforms or anything like that, that you can use for social media posting. I hope you guys enjoyed this. And since this has been a whole new section of the Bookkeeper's Voice, we would love to know if you would like us to continue to do these series-based uh, podcasts every once in a while to help you really get an in-depth analysis onto other things. So I'm kind of opening it up to you guys. I would love to hear your feedback about it please feel free to email us at the Savvy Bookkeeper. Um, it's just savvy at the savvybookkeeper.com.au. We'd love to hear your response of this. And also feel free to give us a rating on Apple 
um, you know, on Apple iTunes and everything like that. We would love to hear from you guys. You guys directly do drive what we talk about in our on our content so since this has been such a different series for you we would love to know what you thought of it and if you found it helpful if you want us to continue doing the same thing um, for other topics as well hope you guys have enjoyed today's session and as always stay safe sane and savvy thanks so much guys bye Thank you for listening to The Bookkeeper's Voice. We'll be back next week, so subscribe to future episode notifications. Do you want to be more efficient? Get instant access to our free template of the month. Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au slash freebie. Would you love to connect with other savvy bookkeepers to get support and ideas? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group. Do you need help with pricing, marketing, web design or business planning? Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au to see our services. Until next time, stay savvy.